Welcome to the Zen Brain Podcast. This is Michael Pierce, your host, and today we're talking a little bit about personal brands, being authentic, and how to create content with the clear intention of helping your audience not to make money. So hopefully you like this episode, and we'd love to hear your feedback. The revenue is in the list. You've likely heard that previously, I assume. Well, that's true, but it's not precisely true. Not the complete truth, anyhow. The greatest obstacle you face and have to defeat when you publish your newsletter or put any free or paid info on the internet is the fact that individuals have gotten used to receiving junk disguised as helpful, free, or paid information. A lot of authors put out inferior data merely because they're composing from a mindset of, I got to get paid. And when you do that, you're totally drawing a blank about the individuals you're trying to write to and begin to center on you and what you wish. And that's a surefire formula for calamity. If you write anything for your subscribers, site visitors, and clients, don't write with the sole intention of receiving a check. Receiving checks is nice, but your business lives or dies centered on how many individuals trust you genuinely, wish to help them, and accomplish their goals. Without an attempt from you to show your readers that you value them enough to part with true info and that you see them as more than simply a dollar sign, you are going to be chunked in a group with all the rest of your rivals with a big sign on your forehead labeled, We'll do anything for money. Amendable readers are born from writing efforts to establish a solid relationship with them. Individuals connect with others, not asinine robots that only wish for checks. You must give up good info. That's actual value. If you're going to produce info full of associate links, then you're completely missing the point of what it takes to get individuals to value what you have to tell. Before I get into the heart of this podcast, I wish to make a certain that you totally understand the direction that I'm taking. I have nothing against showing you particular techniques and strategies because they're crucial, but they're never more crucial than than the thought process that went into producing them in the first place. Throughout the podcast, I've done my best to give you the overall thought process I have once I sit down to compose. By doing that, you'll be able to learn how to come up with your own particular ideas based on the concepts I'll teach you. I'm showing you proven concepts based on the nature of the individuals you sell to. Individuals may change a lot of things about themselves, but their nature isn't typically one of them. Individuals may go against their nature, at least for short periods, but suddenly may they change it. In the future, you ought to make a conscious effort to attempt and comprehend why something is done rather than simply copying what you see somebody else successfully doing. There's always something more under the surface that you may study and learn from. When individuals sign up to your newsletter, the first letter they often get to be a personal message from you to tell them what they may expect as a subscriber and why it's a great idea to say subscribed and study every single newsletter you send them. 
almost nobody seems to execute this. Your beginning messages set the tone for everything you do later on. If you don't set the correct tone up front, it's going to take you much longer to loosen up your readers before they'll purchase something from you. When you make your beginning few emails about them and their needs, they'll begin to wonder if you've something for them to purchase. That's a great position to be in as it places your readers in a more receptive mood when you really do present them with a direct offer. Place your own agenda on hold for a moment and remember this. Perception is truth. Put differently, whatever somebody else believes to be reality is the reality to him or her. With that in mind, isn't it in your best interest to control what your readers truth trust to be reality? Uh, you may control how individuals perceive and respond to you by cautiously presenting yourself the way you wish them to see you. If you wish your readers to react to you in a positive way, you have to provide them a solid reason to buy giving them what they wish before expecting to acquire what you wish. This will become more clear as you read on. Remember, individuals care about themselves first. Consider it. Individuals have nothing to base their views of you on other than the individual or image of you purposely or accidentally delivered for them to judge. As soon as you do the same thing most of your rivals do, you get tagged as one of them even if you're not. That's why it's so crucial to make your intentions crystal clear right from the beginning. Do something that your rivalry hasn't dreamt up doing as they're only considering themselves and what they wish, not what their readers require from them first. Believe it or not, individuals may pick up on your intentions. If they can't, They'll simply guess at what your intentions are and for whatever cause, whenever somebody has to guess at what your intentions are, they're almost never considering anything favorable. Your intentions have the might to move them to do things for you they wouldn't dream of doing for anybody else. Are you simply trying to quietly slip into people's email inboxes or are you introducing yourself and distinctly starting your intentions for being there so they may feel easy about letting you into their space. Regrettably, individuals have been disciplined not to expect much from free info, so clearly expressing your intentions is a downright must. If you don't, individuals will automatically assume that you only write to them so you will send them advertising. That might be true, but you don't want individuals to feel that way. To many individuals are teaching you to establish your list without teaching you what to do with your list as you establish it. Nearly everybody who joins your list will at least study the first message you send to them and reconcile in their minds about you based on that first email. Acknowledging this, doesn't it now appear obvious that your first email is the most crucial and that you ought to do everything in your power to make certain individuals have the correct picture of you and your aims in their heads so they don't draw their own conclusions about you? Letting individuals draw their own conclusions is nearly never good. Don't leave it up to your subscribers to work out why, you've, uh, why you have a newsletter as they won't come up with really any good reasons. Tell them why. Tell them why they ought to wish to be a subscriber and how come they ought to listen to what you have to say. Rehearse making that additional effort to positively influence the way you are coming across. Practice is the only way you're going to discover how to accomplish this. You'll begin to understand that you may make individuals see you anyhow 
any way you wish to have them see you. So there are three things you may do today to alter the way individuals see you. However individuals see you mainly has to do with the sort of individual purpose or accidentally exhibit for them to see. And this is your personal brand. So with that in mind, number one, assess your present image. Are your subscribers doing what you wish them to do? Are they purchasing from you? Are they at least taking the time to view the products you recommended them? If not, take a truthful view of yourself and ask yourself if you're presenting an individual that's worth listening to and purchasing from. If not, take steps to make yourself be or at any rate look to be that type of individual. All individuals really care about is their goal and anybody who appears to want to help them accomplish these goals. Number two. Take a good view of your environment. Generally, you wish to do the opposite of what the majority of others do as being a part of the herd will get you what the herd gets. A little share of whatever they're battling over. You have to remove yourself from the group and do what it takes to demonstrate to your subscribers that you're different from the average free info publishing. Commission hungry, only care about themselves marketers. Only individuals who do what others aren't doing get acknowledged, period. If you're doing the same thing everybody else is doing, then why would likely customers pay any attention to you at all? You can't have a me too business. Take a little time to work out what others in your market or your rivals are doing so you may see how to consciously make yourself look better than they do. Number three, work out what your subscribers want and provide it without thinking so much about what's in it for you. I recognize that doesn't sound correct, but what you have to comprehend is that individuals are loyal to others who are loyal to them. You can't expect your subscribers to do something for you when you aren't willing to do something for them first. So you have to be amenable to be the one to pioneer the relationship. Extend your hand and invite your subscribers to accept your invitation. Your chief job is to serve your subscribers, not to get them to purchase from you. They'll purchase, but only when they feel like you've done a great job of catering to their needs first and giving them value before. Only by taking an active interest in the needs of your subscribers will they turn and take an active interest in your needs. Sounds easy, but it's easy to get blinded by the dollar sign and forget that actual individuals subscribe to your list. And once you work out what needs of your subscribers are and strive to satisfy those needs, you won't have an issue making as much revenue as you want with your list. Among the simplest to implement yet most overlooked ways to get individuals to warm up to you and feel like you treasure them and wish to help them is to ask them easy questions. Everybody's favorite subject is himself or herself, so why not demonstrate some interest? Ask questions and do things that call for some kind of interaction from your subscribers. It doesn't very matter what you ask. It's, it may ask the questions that are totally unrelated to what your newsletter is talking about so long as you get individuals to respond. Once you get them used to doing things you ask them to do, regardless of what it is, it's simple for them to keep doing things you ask them to do, like purchase your product or or Follow your recommendations. The more you may get your subscribers to communicate with you, the more they'll feel like they know and may trust you. A relationship is nothing more than two individuals knowing what their place is in relation to one another. 
You are the supplier of helpful info and somebody who wishes to help your reader succeed at something. You must get that across. Your subscriber is somebody who will learn to trust your advice and listen to your recommendations as you have built up your history of executing things that appear to benefit them more than they appear to benefit you. That doesn't inevitably have to be real as long as it appears like it's the truth to your subscribers. So remember, perception is the only reality that truly matters as far as they are concerned. The net is a cold and distant place. That's really to your advantage is if you may consistently get across to your readers that you are a real leader with true concerns just like them and you recognize what it's like for them to be in the spot they're in as you've been there and you won't have any hassle getting individuals to warm up to you. You're really documenting your process more than you're creating. Individuals in general tend to like other people who look out for them as individuals consider themselves first. If it appears like another individual is looking out for them first, then that person will automatically take an elevated position in their eyes. Put differently, when you are composing, not even not every link in it has to be an affiliate link for a product you get paid for. Understand this. Your subscribers are purchasing products and services all the time that aren't putting cash in your pocket, so it doesn't hurt you at all to tell them about a product or service that you won't make cash from. This sets you apart and helps bring in cash when you do have something to recommend. So to set yourself up to make cash, you have to give, 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 and then give some more. Now it's crucial to note that I'm not stating that you have to give everything away. Giving means to give of yourself. Share your stories with, with your subscribers. Point them to helpful resources and let them know about what matters uh, they likely haven't discovered on their own. Put differently, provide your guidance, and that's what they sign up for your list for, not for a bunch of ads they may find on their own. I'm not saying that you shouldn't market your products to your subscribers. You ought to. Just don't club them over the head with your offers before they've gotten an opportunity to get a feel for you and if you are somebody who looks out for their interest or just your own. When you discover anything you think is valuable and think your readers will find useful to, pass it on to them even if you don't get a commission from a product they purchase. You don't have to do that every single time you write something, but do it and ask them for their opinions on what you wrote. Writing to your subscribers without caring about acquiring commissions for each product you mention is a small price to pay in the long run for the level of trust you get. That trust is what will set you apart from 99.9% .9 of all other publishers out there. The bottom line is you are an individual and your subscribers are individuals. The net for all its wonders lacks what many individuals crave most, which is to connect with other humans. The internet is faceless and impersonal. Utilize that to your advantage. But a true individual to your readers, whenever you produce any information or product, do so with the intention of putting together something that will really help individuals do something specific, help people accomplish a goal. Once you become known as somebody who gives value, you'll be perceived as somebody who likewise promotes useful products. If individuals feel that the info you impart is bad, then they assume that anything you promote is bad too. It's all about the way you see things. Our actions dictate who we are and who individuals see us to be. Give, 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 and then give some more and surprise them. How do you feel about individuals who do things for you? Aren't you more willing to do things for individuals who have already done things that benefit you? Naturally, you're, you are, and if you truthfully ask yourself why, you'll come up to the conclusion that it's because you wish those individuals or that individual to continue to wish to do things for you in the future.
that's how subscriber publishing works. It's a measured on reciprocation. Once you give to subscribers, they'll give to you if only to keep you in the mood to keep giving to them. If all you do is attempt to take from your readers, you'll start breeding bitterness at your attempt to grab their hard-earned cash and each chance you get. Your readers purchasing from you is a direct result of your efforts to make them wish to keep you on business so you may continue to do things that benefit them. That's essentially it. Individuals care about their needs above and beyond yours, so attend to their needs first. This rule demands you to be bold. It demands you to expect and accept the fact that some individuals are going to bluntly reject you. If you can't deal with rejection, discover how to deal with it. Trust is a result of individuals seeing you as a real individual willing to share of yourself and not just a machine-driven cloned robot pushing out reprocessed article ads just like everybody else seems to do. You have to compose it in a way that looks personal, like an actual individual sat down and took the time to communicate. Every single one of your subscribers knows you've many subscribers, but that doesn't mean that you can't write like only one person is reading. In point of fact, that's what you have to accomplish. Among the easiest ways I've discovered to learn how to do this is to view your database of readers and pick one to write your letter to, merely one. Then write your emails in your email client that's addressed to simply that one subscriber. It's a bit intimidating, but you may likewise just imagine that you're writing to one of your bigger competitors, which forces you to put some true effort into the info you present. It kind of forces you to raise your game a little bit. Regardless of how many individuals you write to, only one person is reading your email at a time, so it's crucial that it sounds like you're writing to that person. Personal stories help too, as they help solidify the fact that you are a real person, and there's too much use of the word we online. If you are the only individual running your business, then who is we? If it's merely you, say I or me when you compose. There's nothing wrong with that as, again, anything that allows individuals to picture you having one or more conversations with them goes a long way toward helping you establish a relationship with them. Now, here's the thing. I have to clear this up as I know it's something that might confuse you. When I state put down personal stories, I don't mean you have to discuss personal things. It's not essential to do that. What I mean is discuss something that isn't about your net business or if it is about your business, accomplish it with your own words and personality. And the more personal you may get your e-sign to look, the more your readers will begin to respond to you. You see, you've been told to establish your list and send an email, and of course you ought to, but why should you? Do you understand why? Has anybody ever told you why? The goal is to establish a relationship with like-minded individuals who look for guidance on the way to their goals. Your job is to assist them to get whatever they wish to go. All individuals care about is whether they wish to go, and if you may help them get there. Your job isn't to send a bunch of reprocessed articles and ads, Individuals don't want that, and the thing is, a lot of them won't unsubscribe when you send them junk. They'll simply stop listening to you. Standing out online is a great thing. You have to rise above the crowd and show individuals why they ought to be dealing with you over somebody else. If you don't, your rivals will be on equal ground with you, and you don't wish that. You want an individual to see you as having no competition, as they feel like they know you, and that you are somebody who wishes to help them accomplish their goals because of your personal brand. 
Part of the benefit to having a small business is you are true personal that they may contact and agree with and disagree with. Don't simply publish other articles and call that an e-zine. Sure, you may utilize some articles from others, even all of your articles, but maybe from other people. What you need to do is add in a couple paragraphs that you wrote about yourself so that uh, and put that at the top of the newsletter. So really just be a real person. A lot of the emails that I get is from individuals who are trying way too hard to sell me something. Put differently, they truly want my cash and it shows. And I may almost smell the desperation in their email being desperate to get something from individuals um, is a surefire way to make them not wish to give you anything, especially when you're overly selling and overly copywriting and putting in false testimonials and false claims. When you urgently want something another individual may give you, you attach an utmost amount of value to that thing and it makes them not wish to let you go as whatever you are asking for now has more worth than they thought. Individuals hold on to things of worth. I'll give you an illustration. Have you ever offered somebody something you personally didn't see much worth in and they got a little too excited about it? Didn't it make you reconsider giving it away? That's because... That thing you were just about to nonchalantly give away apparently has more worth than you thought. As soon as an individual senses they've something you urgently want, they either won't give it to you or they'll make you work too hard to acquire it. Merely from my own experience and observations, I've discovered that individuals like to hold on to things that others find useful, even if those things have no true value to them. You have to detach yourself from the final result of what you're doing. When you write to individuals, write because you wish to, and because you wish to help them. Put differently, you ought to try to never tip your hand and show how much you truly want something they have if you anticipate any sporting chance of getting it. Naturally, you wish to present your product and offers, but when you present an offer without putting all sorts of half-baked expectations in your head about how much cash you're going to make, you won't come off like you urgently need individuals to purchase from you. Individuals always wish to feel like they're doing something for the reasons and not as because you force them into a decision. Your primary focus ought to be on writing something helpful even when you're making a product or offer, giving individuals a little info they may utilize even if they don't purchase from you. Consider that the next time you write. When you write with the thought in your head that it doesn't truly matter if individuals order or not as you're writing to assist them, the actions you wish them to take won't have feelings of despair. I guarantee that when you produce an, a newsletter, special report, or anything else for that matter, with the mentality of helping individuals and not on selling a million copies, of that individual will in turn not only purchase from you, but praise your efforts and tell other people about your work. So writing in a way that gets individuals to purchase from you boils down to one thing truly. Write in a way that makes it appear like you care. If you truly do care, that's even better. But at the very least, you ought to always make a conscious effort to make it appear like you do. If not, you'll get chunked into the same bundle. Most of your rivals get tossed in, and that's not where you wish to be. When individuals read what you write, they ought to easily come to the conclusion that the sole reason you wrote to them was because you wished to help them do something they couldn't do before or to share something about your personal experience so they may learn without having to make their own errors. 
Remember, individuals connect with others who appear to offer them the best chance to accomplish their goals, or at least others who seem to wish to help them reach their goals the most. Are you willing to put what you wish to the side and center on giving other people what they're wishing without thinking so much about how you're going to get paid from it? That's a tricky question, as even if you answered yes, that's not adequate. Stating what you are willing to do and being willing to do what you say are two completely different things. Your major rivals are seen as individuals who have products that are superior to just about anything you produce. How come? As nearly all of them comprehend everything I've told you up to this point. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Uh, like and comment and follow and let me know what you think.